What is going on, everybody? We got a lot of news to talk about today. So sit back and relax. We're going to be talking Carson Wentz. We're going to be talking Russell Wilson. We're going to be talking Aaron Rodgers. We're going to be talking Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy G, and a whole bunch of other cast of characters. We'll see you guys on the other side. And guess who's back? Yeah. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of east side. Oh, whoa, shoot it, oh. oh, yeah, what up, what up? Fancy Football Hustler back at ya. Yeah, Fancy Tyrant back in the house. Hey, it took a couple weeks off, but I'm back and I'm ready. Let's do this. Yeah, am I on? You are. We are Whoa. live. Hey, this is why we go live. <laughs> yeah. You guys already know to give me money. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about, and we're just going to jump in it. We got to talk about Carson Wentz going to those commandos. Hold on. Carson's cavalcade of crap going to Washington, D.C. From now, from now on. Nobody heard either one of you guys both talking at the same time. Let's hear it again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm still in the matrix. I thought I was backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so Carson Wentz going over to the Washington Commanders. The only thing that I've seen so far is there is two third round picks in the mix. So not giving up too much to uh, to acquire. There's well, a, not not a, much in our eyes. There's a ham sandwich involved. Definitely. You know what I mean? Three three two third round picks, a ham sandwich. You know what I mean? A bag of plain Lay's potato chips. <laughs> now, what's what's the uh, the big claim to fame meal in uh, Washington? What, what do they make? I have no fucking idea. What the hell do they <laughs> eat in Washington D.C.? <laughs> um, <coughs> what do they I know they. I know there's. I know they sell a lot of crack in Washington. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mary Barry. Carson Wentz, the crackhead commando. Carson Wentz going to be in a crack sandwich real soon. So, well, let's talk about the implications. Guys like Terry McLaurin, guys like Curtis Samuel, guys like Gibson. I mean, the instant upgrade. We're talking well, about going to about Taylor about JD McKissick. You know what I mean? I mean, we got he's unrestricted free agent. Let's see if they resign him. Oh, word! I didn't know that. Okay, that's pretty sad though. That uh, Carson Wentz moving there moves everybody up because, you know, Carson Wentz ain't all that great. But it is an upgrade from what they had. So, you know. David P. in the building. What up, bro? Hey, listen, man. Carson Wentz sucks. Let's be clear about this. But, you know, that just the reason we're excited is because how bad Heineke is. That guy's trash. Horrible. Yeah. Did not go down the field exactly. worth shit. What up, Antonio? He said Carson Wentz for a six-pack of cigarettes and a bag of weed was the trade. 
That's it a was, good trade. It, it was those Asian cigarettes too, the triple fives. <laughs> oh, see, then I'm still on that. Give me the weed and the cigarette side. News <laughs> in the building. What up, Stu? You better hang around for your cowboy talk because you're gonna love what I got cooked up. Devin in the building. What up, bros? Get ready to smoke it up. <clears throat> so, how about we talk about the Colt side of things? I mean, we know for the commandos. Anybody was an upgrade over Heineke. You know, Carson Wentz, even though he's a tiny upgrade, still an upgrade. What do you guys think they're going to do at the QB spot right now? It, just if you had to guess, I think they're going to go for one of the free agents. I don't think they have too much capital to work with. Okay, well, there's a lot of Jimmy noise. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Because Jimmy, he just got that surgery. That really hurts our trade value on him. And that kind of expunges the fact that he's a quarterback that took his team, quote unquote, took his team to the title game. You know what I mean? Like the fact that he's coming off of surgery. That's and listen. If I'm on the other end, I'm like, bro, he's coming off of surgery. You know, you have to drop the price. You know what I mean? Yeah. To the point that no one might not even trade for him at this point, at this juncture, because it's 16 weeks before he could even clear a physical. You know what I mean? So well, the way to way to tease uh, Jimmy G, because we're going to be talking about him in a little bit. And yeah. A handful no, but here's, of these here's teams that are involved. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about them. We're we're gonna talk about. Then Jameis Winston becomes interesting because I, I thought we we're talking about who we think the Colts will go for. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, James that's what Winston I was thinking. Becomes interesting, but like another. That's another another guy too. Where it's like, hey, you're coming off an of ACL. We you know, yep. and then so now here, are you ready for this? Give me Gardner Minshew. Damn. Okay. I like it. Well, they're gonna have to trade for him. Yeah, I, but he's not gonna cost much, but like a pastrami sandwich. I got two guys. You know who isn't gonna cost much? It might even cost a little bit less than a pastrami sandwich. Mitch Trubisky and Marcus Mariota. I think it is one of those two guys, yeah. or Winston, one of the top, because those guys are the top three like QB free agents. Is very thin at the free. Yeah, I mean, and Mitch, Mitch is getting a lot of buzz right now because like. Like, obviously, he can go and compete in New York right now if he wanted because, because you know, Dable will take him over there. And, but but I think his agent's like, no, nah, we might be able to get you a real gig. Then, like, Pittsburgh becomes part of the conversation. And I just feel like the Colts are going to be at the back end of that merry-go-round. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. so they might end up with a Mariota. If that, that's why I went straight to, to my man, the Ginsu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to go with somebody like, like you know, Gardner Minshew or uh, Mariota. But then eventually, you know, they're going to draft a quarterback, I think. I don't think it's going to be one of the early guys. It's not going to be Pickett or anyone like that. But, uh, you know, they could go a little bit later, uh, you know, pick up like a uh, one, of, one of the late-round quarterbacks. Maybe uh, like available, a like a, like a EJ Perry. That might be, you know, from Brown University. That might be someone they could get late, you know, fourth fourth round or later. So um, that's, that's kind of how I think they're going to go with it. Yeah. See, here's the thing with John, what, what up, John? He said, I have no sympathy for the Conrads. And he said, Wentz is a better option than Heineke. But dear Lord, they took over his contract, 28 mil. I mean, 28 mil in 2022 is not a lot no. for a starting QB. That's not a lot at all. And, and um, it's it's quite team-friendly, actually. Like, And, and they only gave up two-thirds and, uh, um, you know, a generic bologna sandwich. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Hess in the building. What up, bro? What up, Hess? Yeah. All hey, right. who's on the clock right now? Is it you? Oh, is you or Hess? Oh, I'm not. I've, oh, I've, no, no. My bad. I think it's still you, right? Oh, it might be. It might be. It's all yeah. good. Let them win. They can all wait. 
And David P said your backup is better than your startle, Ronald. <laughs> Ginshu over Jalen Mills, maybe. Everybody loves Ginshu. Yeah, Anthony in the building. What up, bro? What up? Go Niners. All right. So if you guys didn't, if you guys didn't check it out, we did talk about Russell Wilson yesterday. We did a breaking news, uh, fantasy news today, yesterday. We got to talk a little bit about Russell Wilson for people may not have been watching yesterday. Yeah. We're also going to be talking about Russell Wilson on the circle tomorrow. So make sure you guys chime in. 720 Eastern, 420 Pacific. Oh, yeah. We got the whole crew in the building tomorrow. Russell yeah. Wilson. I'm coming for that fourth time. I'm going to be the fourth time, champ. <laughs> they did it. I'm, I'm glad that the Broncos did something because this offense is way too good for Teddy B or Drew Locke to be driving it into the ground. We want to be able to have guys like Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton eating exactly. all year. So I'm not even talking about the price of the trade. I just think it's great to finally have a great QB back in Denver. I mean, they, okay, this is their M.O., right? The Denver's M.O., is they go from trying to like be homegrown with Tim Tebow and them, and then they're like, We're gonna make a splash, bring in Peyton Manning. Then, since then, they tried to do the same thing by bringing in veteran QBs, right? Here you go, hold on, real quick, real quick. Case Keenum, right? I want to ask you before you start listing them off, what year did Peyton Manning retire? After the 25th, so 2016 was life without Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. How many, do you know, how many QBs, and I want everybody in the chat, before you guys say numbers, put it in the chat. How many QBs do you think have started for Denver since Peyton Manning left? So how many years? You said after the 2016 season, right? Mm-hmm. So 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So we're coming six seasons. We're about to be coming on five seasons. Are we waiting to say? Oh no, go ahead. You guys could chime okay, in. I got, um, I got, it. I got a number. Is it uh, five? I'm going with five. I'm going with uh, eight. <clears throat> so Antonio said twelve. Ant, uh, Antonio said twelve. Hold on, started, <clears throat> started though. Yeah, how I many starting QBs? How many starting QBs have they had since then? Like start starting a game. Okay, all right, let's go. They had Case Keenum. They had they had Brandon Allen. They had Drew Locke. They had Teddy Roosevelt. They had Joe Flacco, Wacko Flacco himself. And that's right. That's that's as far as oh, Br- uh, Brett Rippins. Yeah, see, they have so many trash quarterbacks that you're not even going to remember. John hit the nail on the head, and I researched this stat before. Um, eleven. They've had eleven starting. Okay. I, I named six. Manning Brett the Hitman Ripkins. Remember him? Cal yeah. Ripkins' nephew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you had uh see that's the only six I can name, bro. Oh, and then you had the you, you had the, the, the former receiver Deshaun uh, Hamilton. Here you go. So here you go. John was John's on it. Here we go. Simeon Lynch Osweiler. Oh, Simeon and Lynch. Yep, yeah. there you go. You forgot about those bums. Rock. Yeah. Keenum, Flacco, Allen, Crystal, Ripkin, Ripian, and then Hinton, and then Bridgewater. Oh yeah! Damn, I had I just forgot the fuck. I forgot about the Gary Kubiak era with Simeon. Oh, and that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That for that one, that one random COVID game where like all three QBs 
you know, went. So if, Hinton, that's right. if you take out the one crap game, you know, from there, the COVID one, they've only they've had 10 starting QBs. You know, it's it's insane. That's a lot for a short amount of time, and they've all sucked. Yeah. And now they got dangerous. Oh yeah. I mean, who's like 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 who's the best player on that that list right there? Who do you think? Best quarterback uh, on that list. Maybe Brit maybe Bridgewater when he's not hurt. Give me Bridgewater Chase or Flacco. Yeah, I'm I mean, if it was Flacco in his prime, you know, but yeah, the, the Flacco that because he was him. elite, you know. Oh yeah, he was elite. <laughs> Peacock in the building. What up, bro? Said wife been out of town for two days. Not back till tomorrow. Gonna have the runs running all over my streams tonight and tomorrow. There you go, bro. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we love the kids. Look at mine. I can't get rid of mine. <laughs> and Peacock said nobody been good for the Broncos since Manning. That's for sure. For real though, say that again. And John says, that's all mesmerized. Uh, the scars on my body with those QBs. <laughs> Dang. Hey, you know, man, congratulations to Bronco country, though, man, because you guys got a guy, man. I Now that Russ is out of my division, I can actually express my love for Russ. I love Russ. He's, he's a corny-ass dude, but awesome player. All right, here we go. John, John's going to quiz us right now. He said uh, it's Simeon Sadly since he had the most wins in that span. And he said, guess how many wins he had? Who? I'm going to say four. Who? Drew Locke? Simeon. What? Simeon, how Simeon's many wins did none. he have? Give me, give me none for the win. <laughs> uh, is he saying he had the most wins? No. Well, yeah, he said he had the most wins out of anybody on that list. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think he had. Seven. I think that was the 2017 year. I want to say. Because that's when Simeon came out the gate firing. I want to say he has six wins that year. Okay. I, I figure I'm shooting too low with four, but I'm still sticking with it. I, might I mean, oh, maybe maybe it was eight because uh, was he didn't even uh, play the whole year, did he? Well, did he Brock, well, Brock Osweiler didn't Brock Osweiler win six games when 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 Payne Manning had the plan. Okay, shit. Oh, he said thirteen, so that was over the span of two years. Oh, two years. Because well, he was there for yeah, yeah, yeah. He was starting for. Off and on for a couple of years. I thought we were talking about one season. Yeah, well, the, the Brock Lobster, he only really – he only started for Denver when Manning was there, and he was hurt. The well, I thought they made, brought him back. Didn't he start like one or two games when they brought him back? No, no, no. They traded him. They, traded, they shipped him off to the Texans. Oh, I yeah, know, but then they re-signed him back after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that was after the Browns traded for him, then cut him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah that was the – I mean, it wasn't really a smart move because Osweiler sucked either way. Right. But at least on paper, it looked like the craziest value because they would have had to re-sign him for like 80 mil. And they're like, nah, just go test free agency. And then the Texans cut him within the same year that they gave him that big bet. <laughs> no, well, well, not within the same year. We all okay, saw it because they played a season, got to the playoffs, beat the Raiders, and then they lost to uh, the Patriots, if I remember correctly. And then he was done. And then he was done. And like, if y'all remember the year before that, when when the year that the Broncos won the Super Bowl, it was a Sunday nighter when they had to go into New England and beat the Patriots, and Brock Osweiler led the charge. You know what I mean? Yep. And, yeah, and then when they see him in the playoffs the next year with the Texans, they're like, "We're about to destroy this motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Brock? You know what, Brock Lobster is good for, bro. Nothing. He's good for like removing wallpaper because that motherfucker's like six seven. 
Like <laughs> he and, could touch the ceiling. Yeah, and 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 uh, Pat he could probably fucking he could probably screw in the shit out of a light bulb on your ceiling fan. Right, and I don't understand. Doesn't even, don't doesn't what, even need a step ladder. <laughs> I don't know what John Elway was going through at that time, but like he was like scout like. His prerequisite for a QB he drafted was basically like you got to be six six five enough. Oh right yeah, here. and well, they were all like because you know six, why six, six, seven. You know what I mean? Because you know why. <laughs> Can't teach that. <laughs> Elway was only six three himself. Okay. So I don't know what the hell he's bugging out about. But okay. he, probably, he probably looks up to those six five six six quarterbacks. You know, <laughs> stereotypical guys. All right. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Zach says you only have an hour and 15 minutes to take your pick. Son of a bitch. You guys, you guys have let me be on the clock this long without talking shit to me or something? I don't know. I, I don't really. Only the Flash wants to constantly remind people who's on the clock. So I don't know if anyone's noticed, but in that chat, he's the only one when he's on the clock, I go, hey, OTC, bro. Oh, man. What a bastard. Bernie Mac pick Curtis Samuel. That's what I was going to pick with my next pick. <laughs> that bastard. I mean, you know that it's funny because that's that's the, the uh, that's what happens when I'm, we're doing a slow draft during shit popping. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, it probably. Well, I don't know. I've been on the clock for a lot of hours, so who knows if the uh, the news came in before that? But um, all right, let let's toss up. Uh, let, well, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for a quick second. Uh, for everyone who didn't see our Aaron Rodgers uh, live stream yesterday, just go back and watch it. It's on the YouTube channel. We knew he was going to catch a bag. I don't know why everyone thought that Green Bay wasn't going to pay him. If you look and see what Russell Wilson, what they traded away to get Russell Wilson, you know that the Packers were asking for more than that because we're talking about a back-to-back MVP winner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit. And the Players Association, they would be fucking pissed if he tried to do some type team-friendly shit, like to run everyone back because they want – motherfuckers to constantly reset the market for the future players you know what i mean like they want this is one of the lowest playing sports compared to like the big dogs right the big three baseball basketball football football players get the least money you know what i mean yeah play the least amount of games every um, out of everybody by far right yeah but like definitely the most uh physical and and uh, uh, well, I mean, career threatening, uh, uh, longevity threatening, life threatening. I mean, at least yeah. to the major sports. Yeah, I mean, shit. One one bad tackle, one bad play. I mean, shit. You could be you could be done for life. We've already seen a handful of players like that getting crippled for life. Mm-hmm. But that's what happened. That's what ended my career, bro. Yeah, you took uh, you took uh, you took a hit on the uh, on the a bad hit, man. <laughs> Got smashed on the kickoff return. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I would have been with a legendary punt returner. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, the piece is in place. We got to see what they do with these free agency signings. We They tagged Devontae Adams. Everybody already knows that. The, those guys got to be together. But now we got to see what they're going to do with their defense and what the hell are they going to do about getting some other pieces in there because that exactly. team, Aaron Rodgers has to do too much to get it to a Super Bowl. Did they, did they, did they, is there any news on Campbell? Nothing yet. Any news on? There's no news on any of their defenders. So none on Rashad. Oh yeah. Okay. I was going to say, cause I know Rashad Gary is priority too. him and Campbell right now. Yep. But how about, let's talk about a dope contract extension that happened. The Tennessee Titans, 
locking down Harold Landry fat ass contract five years, 87 and a half mil, 52.5 mil guaranteed. Give him his bag. That's right. What happened to him last year? Was he just hurt most of the year or what? Hell no. Like he was killing it. He, um, I mean, he's one of the sack leaders, you know, on the, I mean, he was their sack leader, but one of the sack leaders in the NFL dude was killing it. One of the better outside rushers right now in the game. Let's stop talking about him because we're in a slow draft right now. <laughs> what up, sir? Bongs a lot. I, yeah. I, knew, I knew he was going to get a bag. Yesterday when that was the news, like, oh, they didn't tag him or nothing. I was like, oh, no, he's going to get it. Well, they made it seem like they were going to let him test free agency. Yeah, but you know, Vrabel, Vrabel would probably like grab a GM by the throat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, look, motherfucker, we ain't playing these fucking games. You understand me? Hell yeah. Landry is the man. Yeah, and uh, John said he had 12 sacks for the Titans. Hell yeah. yeah. 12 sacks, 75 combined tackles, uh, 22 hits on the QB. Guy earned that money for sure. Hell yeah. I, I need to get that drop from Rounders, the Russian guy. Pay that man his money. <laughs> yeah, right. You know I mean? And here we go, Antonio. You already know the next news that I was going to bring up. The Seahawks release Bobby Wagner. We're talking, I mean, shit, he's a pro bowler every single year. Going to Las Vegas. Bobby Wags. So yeah. here's some shit that I've been hearing, and uh, I really don't like it. We're going to get into some of this cowboy news. And apparently, Dan Quinn, he told Ed Warder, I mean, he's stroking off Bobby Wagner. Says so he's the best linebacker that he's ever played with, and he's going to be talking to the front office and make sure that they pursue him heavily in free agency. I mean, look at there. No matter what, they're going to eat the Amari Cooper money. No matter yeah. what, they're gonna they're gonna eat whatever money they owe Lawrence, and they they don't give a fuck. They'll pay luxury tax. They're gonna try to get their guy because. Uncle Jerry's going to see what the Rams did and be like, see what them Rams did over there in Hollywood? We got to do that. We need more star power. You know what <laughs> I mean? We got to star. How come we got a star on our helmet? We don't have star power. Answer me that, Steven. Ha, John said Wagner to the Rams to screw over Seattle. I, I said that last night. Too. Hey, man, shout out to my man, Steezy. I, I did his show last night. Big, big Seattle Seahawks fan. That's the first one I went to. After the Raiders, I think he goes to the Rams because, I mean, we just saw Von Miller do that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I really do feel like uh, that the uh, the Cowboys are probably the best uh, the best bet for him. Hold on. Uh, you know, to reunite with Dan Quinn. I mean, of course, he's, he's going to want to go there. Uh, you know, that's a place, you know, they could definitely use him on that defense uh, in that position. I, I think that uh, that makes that defense very formidable if he does if he does go there and they're going to need that formidable defense. I mean, look how gashed they got by the Niners. You know what I mean? In the, in the playoffs. So yeah, they're going to need formidable. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. That, that's too vague. That's too vague. Formidable as in run stopping. Cause then yeah, B wags will come in there and help that. Cause they couldn't stop the run. Like as, as good as the, the Dallas defense was, you could run all over them. Shout out to my Niners. You know what I mean? As I'm but, saying. So I think that, cause other than that, I mean, I I think bringing in Bobby Wagner is kind of stupid. Like, I would rather keep Cooper, you know, and find them. You know what I mean? 
They got hella linebackers over there. It's it just yeah. They also got hella wide receivers with a lot of talent. You got you know and and people that they could lock down. Yeah, and and uh, uh, a tight end with a lot of talent. You know they have a lot of pieces there on offense. They need some more uh, defense to bolster that up to be able to hold stop. On, wait, 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 wait. That's why the Niners were able to gash hold on, hold on, hold on. because they needed to stop the run. Because the reason, that that's going to help. They, they, what do you mean they have hella weapons on offense? They might not have Cooper. Gallup is coming off injury. They still haven't re-signed him back. But they Cedric, said they're going to, and that's yeah, why they're exactly. getting rid of Cooper. Yeah, they said okay. that Ed Wilson. Hey, man, I'm saying like they, they they don't have too many weapons, man. Okay, okay. You guys really want to know what's happening with Amari Cooper? You guys really want the scoop? Yeah, let's go. Give me the scoop. Give me the, the give scoop me the on the scoop. coop. Here we go, because we know we, we got a couple cowboy guys in here. You know, we're not going to shout out any names. You guys know who you are. He's been scouring everything to try to find whatever he can. Okay. This did not come from a blue check source. Okay. I don't know if this is a lie. I don't oh, know yeah, if this Stu. is. Uh, shout out to Stu. He sent me this. Go ahead. Hey, hey stop revealing our sources. All right. <laughs> He's scouring, looking for us. So apparently, there was a big riff with Amari the Pooper Scooper and Dak. And according to this tweet that got put out there, oh. Cooper called Dak the Black Kirk Cousins, and Dak got very offended. Oh. Hey, man. Wait he a minute. You know why? Because I think a lot of people say Dak is an Uncle Tom. Maybe I'm <laughs> the only one who says that, but I think that I like to, or I like to believe that I think what the people, I say what the people think. You know what I mean? And he's a big Uncle Tom, bro. He's, and like he is, he is the black Kirk cousin. <laughs> Kirk cousins should be offended by that. <laughs> like when I when I when I heard this, I instantly thought of Harold and Kumar. Okay, instantly thought of Harold and Kumar when that guy was like when he when he's um, about to be searched. Oh, that like, airport yeah. check-in. He's yeah. like, "Come on, dude, you're barely even brown compared to me. You look like Matthew Perry." It's like who the fuck you call Matthew Perry, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Super offended, and that's what I assume that happened when Cooper. Maybe he didn't say this, but I mean, I think our version. Hey, no, he said it. I was there. He said that shit. I was right there. Yep. <laughs> I I heard it. I heard it loud and clear. He called yep. him. Uncle. He said he's an Uncle Tom. He's the Black Corky Kirk. Yep, and uh, we've been talking about this for weeks where Uncle Jerry was talking mad shit about Cooper's production versus his contract. Says they're not happy with this production and they're not happy with this contract. I mean, the writing's been on the wall, so we know that there's a lot of things going on. And if I was Cooper, I'd be hella pissed right hey, now. Hey, Uncle Jerry, would, but... Uncle Jerry would smooth put a hit out on Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> No, not a, not a fucking. He wouldn't bat an eyelash. He put a hit out right out on him. Now here's here's the timeline for Cooper. His twenty mil becomes fully guaranteed by March twentieth. So 21st. something is. I saw the twentieth, but either way, within these next ten or eleven days, we will for sure know if the pooper scooper is getting released or if they've actually may, been able to trade him somewhere. I think he's going to get released because nobody wants that damn contract. Hey, you know what? I want to say something about Amari Cooper, bro. I, and this is like, if I'm a coach and, and or if I'm a scout for a coach and they say, well, what did you see about Cooper? I say, he's soft. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Soft, bro. Yeah. He ain't worth the 20 million. He gets punked at the line, man. It's like, yeah. If he- if he cannot, if he goes again up, up against a rough neck cornerback that's jamming him at the line, he can get taken out of the game 
as easy as anybody in the NFL. And I need, and you know why I need him? I need Cooper there to free up all our CD Lamb shares as much as possible because yeah. I don't want CD Lamb to draw the number one coverage. That's for soft ass Cooper to get erased out of the game and then cry about it later. You know what I mean? You know they bring back Gallup. You know they got they got Wilson there. They got. Uh, uh, I think Wilson's a free agent too. He I, is. I know he is, but, but I think gonna, they could resign him. I mean, they, if they he's think gonna he's going somewhere on the cheap, it's probably going to be back to. He's going to. That's what I'm saying is that he would go somewhere on the cheap. So why wouldn't the, the Cowboys just pick him back up and be able to utilize him? Or the hey. Cowboys go after another uh, free agency in wide uh, wide receiver don't, don't and free agency. That. The Cowboys another, they're going to get help for Dak until Jerry Jones is under the dirt. This is what they should expect. Poorly managed teams <laughs> pay all these big guys and it never works. Like, the, the, how many every year they got to change their philosophy? Look at last year. They're like, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to redo everything. They draft all defense. And then, like, then this year they're getting rid of hella pieces on that defense. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, they, they don't manage that organization well, in my opinion. No, no. And if um, you know a guy, a guy like um, like Lawrence, you know, could he take a team friendly deal? I'm sure, I'm sure he could. But people are tired of taking these team friendly deals for the Cowboys when you're not getting crazy endorsements and you're not winning Super Bowls. Like that's really what this comes down to. Like everyone talks about why players need to take pay cuts. Tom Brady did it, you know. But Drew Brees did it. Those are some teams that were going for Super Bowls and always competing for a championship. Stop right. doing that for teams that aren't making Super Bowl moves every year. Yeah, I agree with I agree with Bogey. Uh, it's just it's just a horribly mismanaged team and has been pretty much since Jimmy Johnson left. Yeah. Hell yeah. So enough with these cowboys. I digress. How about we talk a little bit about Deshaun Watson? So we got some dates that we got to be paying attention to. And yeah. one of them is this Friday. This Friday, they're going to be um, stating the case to the grand jury. Uh, and we already know Watson. He's pleading the fifth. One, two, three, four. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> fifth. And, then, and then on the 1st of April, that's where we're hearing the next the next stuff. But if nothing happens on Friday with the, with the criminal, you know, cases, I mean, the civil case is what? He's going to pay some fines. You know, um, but if it's not a criminal case, he still can't be suspended. But I don't think he gets suspended for like a year if he doesn't catch any criminal charges. I think it's a I think it's a whole year. Even if even even yeah. if there's no criminal charges, like what they, if they suspended, the NFLPA makes uh, hold on, they suspended Zeke. They suspended Zeke for non-charges. Right, but you gotta remember they've the NFLPA changed things since then. Yeah. That's why Watson hasn't been suspended as of right now. It's the real guilty, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Guys are actually finally getting that. If he wasn't a kid. I mean, wouldn't you? Okay. Well, how about this? Maybe it's it's four to eight games. If, if any, or if, or if not, bro, there's no suspension at all. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not like gambling on. Like hold on, hold on. It's not like he was gambling on football games or anything, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Because then, if this is not in violation of player conduct policies, right? 
Do you think that in their player conduct policy, there's like it a says, rule? Don't fuck, don't fuck hookers. Yeah, yeah, or don't ask, don't ask people to give you hand jobs or like anything like that. You think there's literally codes written in there for that? I mean, listen, if I'm a billionaire or when I'm a billionaire and I have contracts, I'm gonna have shit in the contract like that. <laughs> listen, I better not catch you getting your dick sucked by one of these employees. Hey, listen, I better not. And it, see, that's how it's going to be phrased, too. So I'm going to be that motherfucker that catches that motherfucker. It's, pro- it's probably written like all Orwellian, like, you know, like uh, the, the you know, the hand, if the hand. For the hand jobbing party of said party <laughs> hand job. Nation. If the hand of the proletariat touches it and it is a double plus good touch, then, you know. They are four extremities on the human body. And Troy, he says, yo, y'all are out of pocket today. <laughs> There's some crazy stories that we got to cover today. Oh, no, man. I, I am the voice for the people. I speak what they are thinking. <laughs> and Troy asked, is Kamara going to miss games? So I don't. Listen, think- hold on. Let me answer this. I don't know the future. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he's going to catch at least a two-game suspension. I, I, I think this is another case. This is nothing's going to happen. It's either he, it's either he gets charged with something or it's nothing because this is Las Vegas that happened in. He's going to get charged with the eye in the sky see, footage out there. Do you see yeah. that motherfucker's face like that? Hit, like he's going to get charged with the soul. Get this but see, here's the thing: there's going to be a suspension. It's, he's not going to go to jail. But there's several guys' word against one. So that's in Kamara's favor. It's all these guys saying, nah, we, we, we didn't see, he didn't do nothing. That guy fell on his face. You know what I mean? And there's no, you're in Vegas. Where's well, he the can eye afford a pretty sky? good lawyer, I'm sure. <laughs> Where is the eye in the sky? You're supposed to have the eagle eye on this motherfucker and have footage of his shit. There's no yeah. footage. So I think the more and more we get further away from that shit, you know what I mean? Like that he's in the clear. And I'm mad because I took Saquon over Kamara in the sixth round of a startup dynasty. I probably and I, you know, because I was still a little spooked. I didn't I wasn't thinking the same mindset I am now about Kamara. We ain't hear nothing about that. And then speaking of the Saints, the next guy that we're talking about, Jimmy G, which Bogard tossed up a little bit earlier. Hey, 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 that th- rephrase that. <laughs> Pause. Bogart ain't tossing up nobody. We got three teams that are apparently heavily interested in Jimmy G right now. And the Saints, they might be the front runner. You know, maybe it's just some bullshit, you know, being leaked from his agent. We're just going off of what we're seeing. And then the Steelers and the Colts are apparently also in the Jimmy G sweepstakes. Yeah, I think that the Saints uh, would be – here's what I, I see, and going back to what we were saying earlier, I think that the Saints pick him up and then they end up uh, uh, shipping out Winston uh, and the Colts You can't ship up. out Winston. He's he's a free agent. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying by trade. I mean, goodbye, you know, dismiss him. And then he goes to the Colts. So that's that's how I think that, they're, that that's going to go down. Um, you know, they're just – it's it's uh, I think it's going to be I, – I think, I think Winston has as much – chance to go to the to Indy as my crazy Garden Minshew take because like the reality is it's probably going to be someone like a Mariota you know what I mean like because he's like the next in line because of health wise like Jameis Winston is going to really need someone who believes in him to pick him up because he's coming off the ACL 
So either someone that believes in him, like a Mike Tomlin, or or maybe even a Frank Reich, like say Indy, they really believe in him. They have been grabbed him already. They would have been grabbed him already. The fact that he's coming off the ACL, that guy might sit around for a little while longer, along with Jimmy. You know what I mean? The one thing that I do see with Jameis Winston, um, we uh, Spencer, the guru, is the one who brought it up. He noticed that uh, he was running and he had the Saints shirt on, you know, and he's still rocking the Saints gear, you know. So. Hey, I saw that footage. If you look too. closely at that footage, he has a handful of crabs, bro. <laughs> he's running. Which kind? <laughs> he's running from the from the goddamn docks. And uh, and Ronald said, uh, Ron said, uh, dude, Bogar, what's up with the Minshew man crush, bro? Hey, hold on, Minshew has one hell of a mustache. Exactly. Hey, 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 Ronald don't like nobody on his roster. Like I ain't never <laughs> say one time he like any. He he hates hurts. He's like, what's wrong? Why do you love Minshew so much? Minshew's just fun. That's why. <laughs> and Minshew has flashed a ton. Minshew to me could have done everything that Mitchell Trubisky has done. And you know what's funny is Mitchell Trubisky, he don't got no playoff wins, but he got two, he got two playoff appearances. You know what I mean? That says something. So, and to me, that would put him in above in the pecking order. That would put him as the next guy in line to end up with Seattle or to end up with Indy or possibly Pittsburgh. Like Mitchell Trubisky is, is weirdly in this conversation right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And you know who Gardner Minshew really, really reminds me of is a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He may not be as smart as him, but he's someone who just seems like he's going to be a career journeyman that plays until he's 40 something. Yeah, and I think, I think Trubisky definitely has more of a chance than Minshew uh, making it to a, a, as a starting quarterback on a team this season. Hey, listen, bro. I think it's going to be I Trubisky the to the Colts. I think he's going to the Colts. That's, that could happen. I that did the research, happen. bro. Oh, Tino, Tino said it too. He's on it. Let's hear your research. The research showed me that Ryan Fitzpatrick is, in fact, Gardner Minshew's estranged father. I believe it. They they look very, very similar. Mm. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, he seems like the guy who's smart enough to know when he should cut his losses. And, um, yeah, Gardner. It it was that that name. It was just Gardner. So, you know, that's his his, uh, – he was conceived in the middle of a garden. Then that family has mad facial hair game. <laughs> his, he, his whole family was named after garden tools. His sister was a hoe. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun today. <laughs> Live in sports talk with Jake. What up? What up, bro? He said, really hoping for some good news on Watson this Friday. Hell yeah. We talked about that a little bit earlier. We need a franchise QB. And then Wilson, where do you go? <laughs> so, I mean, um, I, I forgot who mentioned it earlier. Someone said um, Watson to the to the Seahawks, uh, question mark. That's a lot of the news that we've heard. Like, the, they're going to try to turn these picks into a guy potentially like yeah. Watson. Yeah, okay. it sounds like it. He and really got it. He really got to have some love for – these skill position guys, like he's really got to be a fan of DK and a fan of Tyler Lockett because otherwise I'm looking around that Seattle organization. If I'm Watson and I go like this, read what that says on there, but <laughs> read it out loud. No trade clause. Exactly. I ain't fucking going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't see him wanting to go to one of the toughest divisions with one of the poorest roster as far as personnel goes. Exactly. 
You know what I mean? Well, they, they definitely and, need to draft the no line to protect them. You know, for one thing. Yeah. Uh, they need they need and, uh, and the bolster that, that defense because yeah that. The Dwayne Brown used to play with Watson. Dwayne Brown was there when Watson was a rookie. He they traded him to the Seahawks. I bet you he could call him up, and be like, "Hey, what's it like over there?" And bro, turn the other way and run. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you still can. Yeah, yeah you know. You know what up, Tino? He said you guys are doing a big draft day show. Hell yeah, man! I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. how much we're gonna do for after the first round, but we're for sure gonna be streaming during the first. Listen, round. anytime I can start day drinking in the middle of the day, bro, we're on, bro. Yeah, yeah, we might we sure. might start an hour or two, you know, before the draft and just make it a big thing, you know. Fuck yeah. We might, we might even we might even figure if we can get some pools going. Yeah. We might be able to do something. Like we we got to figure out how to squeeze some bread out this bitch. <laughs> yeah. And Hess said, where do you think Mariota's landing? I think it's Trubisky or Mariota that ends up in Indy. But I think that Tampa Bay, I, I think that they might be running for someone like him. Um, I, someone said Watson, you know, go. oh, it was actually Hess who said Watson to Tampa Bay because they have better massage parlors there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. But, but, but I, I think Mariota to, to Tampa Bay makes a lot of sense, actually. So we shall see, but uh, it's the teams without these cap, without the capital that they can't go, you know, for one of these big, uh, you know, with, with one of these big trade targets, going to end up with a guy like Trubisky, Mariota, or Jameis Winston, because all those guys I think are going to be starting in the NFL in 2022. At, at least, least to start the off with, they might, they might go to a team that uh, picks up a quarterback in the draft. Yep. Um, you know, I think that could be the case with Mariota, uh, with uh, Trubisky. Um they're bridge quarterbacks is all they are. They're all going to get like, as well. Yeah. They're all going to get like two year deals and that's it where exactly. they, they could be cut after one year. If the team didn't really doesn't want to deal with them. All right. And before we get moving on, I got to show you guys something dope. New merch alert. Oh yeah. We got a new 420 crew shirt and check out that price. Only 24 dollars and 50 cents. We kept it real, real cheap for you guys. So go check it out. Go to 420crew.org and go cop one today. Oh, yeah. We got all the different colors in there. You can get any size you want, all the way from small, all the way up to triple X. Anything you guys need, there's going to be more merch coming along the way as well. Hey, tell them how hard I worked to sew those joints. Oh, yeah. Bogart hand-stitched these. Mm-hmm. Every every single stitch was mm-hmm. Bogart in a sweatshop. And Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Somehow we kept it under a $25 bill for you. Did you put your kids to work there, Bogey? I mean, you know, nah, nah, nah. Hell nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, social services and all that stuff would be on it quick. You know oh, what that's I mean? good. That's good. <laughs> all uh, right. Hey, now, we, we, we must have cro- hit every genre of, of, of dark joke category today. <laughs> I think so. If any, if We're going to have a lot of clips from this show. And, uh, it's going to be pretty funny. I will tell you that. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more pieces of news that we'll talk about. Nothing as big as anything we talked about before. Um, let me just read off the list of the guys that got franchise tagged. We'll talk a little bit about this because yeah. it's a very small list for the entire league. We got Devontae Adams. We got Jesse Bates for the Bengal, their stud safety. We got the left tackle for the Chiefs, Orlando Brown. Mike Gesicki in uh, Miami. Okay, but I don't have it in here. Get Gesicki with it. We also got uh, Chris Godwin for the Bucks. Hey, you know, hey, you know why Chris Godwin? Ask me why Chris Godwin, even coming off the ACL, is still good enough to get a second franchise tag. 
Bogart, I got to ask you, why is Chris Godwin good enough to receive back-to-back franchise tags? Well, I mean, I'm actually glad you asked because it's quite obvious. He has God and win in his name. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. <laughs> and that's really all that matters. He has really God all that matters. in his name. He's he could have done nothing. He's the man. God is winning his name. Boogie, you're a genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we also got, for the Browns, we got David Njoku, which I'm surprised about that. I mean, they He could block. Yeah, because they really don't like him to catch. I mean, fuck. I mean, just a couple, couple times here and there. They run, they run, uh, I don't know, is it 13 personnel? Like, what? what's when you have three tight ends? I have no idea what the fuck's that called. But I, I mean, because I've heard some people call a single wide out set. Like, you know what I mean? Because they would have just Jarvis Landry out wide or or uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones out wide. And then you have, you know, the two tight ends on the line and you have one lined up. It's a fucking three tight end well, package. Like, yeah. Ridiculous. And not only can he block, but also they can use him in, as like a, a gadget guy. He can do this and that or whatever in, in the offense when he can, when he's healthy. Yeah. And that's been the a problem. run first. It's a run first team. He, I mean, it's the yeah. old, it's the old, older, it's the other of the regime yeah. that drafted him in the first, was he like a first rounder? He was a first rounder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, so I mean, the fact that they're still tagging him is because I feel like no one, remember he, he was always the guy. I want to get traded. I want to get traded. Ain't nobody wants you, bro. But they want him. They just don't want him enough to pay him. Matter right. of fact, they even brought in, uh, what's the bro's name, bro? Austin Hooper, bro. And gave him a bag. Yeah. yeah, not Njoku, but Hooper. They brought him in because he's more of a move tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he ain't gonna be out there getting gritty in the trenches. Right, right. So they brought him over to be an extension of a wide receiver, and they don't like him either. Like that's what sucks about the Browns and their whole tight end um, regime that they got right now. None of in them are worth fantasy. If you do take do. one tight end from the Browns and I don't suggest it, I would definitely go with Njoku just because I think he is going to play that gadget kind of role. So we got two more players that, uh, that got franchise tagged here. We got, uh, Cam Robinson, uh, for the Jaguars, their, um, their offensive tackle. And then we got Dalton Schultz for the, uh, yeah. for the Cowboys. Yeah. And, uh, and I Ronald, like that they did that. They had to do that. Yeah. Hey, Cause he's going to get swooped. Hey, me and uh, me and Stewart, we were we were we were going back and forth about this because he had this whole spiel of like how it was stupid to franchise tag Schultz. They should have let him walk and brought in like a OJ Howard. And I go, wait a second. So no. you mean a guy who has rapport and 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 and, and chemistry Obvious. with with Dak? You want to let him walk and bring in OJ Howard, a predominantly blocking tight end. You know what I mean? There's really been nothing but nothing. a disappointment. I was just like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm in total disagreement here. I'm like, I'm not even going to yeah. humor that. Like you Absolutely. guys needed to keep Schultz around somehow. So he got the tag. That's respect. Especially you're playing with house money with Schultz because you didn't even think it was going to be the guy. It was supposed to be Blake Jarwin. Yeah, exactly. But for hey, two listen, years, man. he's been showing that he has that connection uh, uh, with Dak and, and you can't, you can't buy that. He's been hey, when you look at Dalton Schultz, he's been the best tight end they've had since Witten, and I know there's not that Agreed. many years, but they were about to be going down a rabbit hole of bad tight ends if he didn't emerge. Yeah. When you look, when you look at how Dalton Schultz played, every time you watch him play, you know somewhere in the world Kobe Fleener is smiling. 
<laughs> because that like the Stanford tight end is uh, is always supposed to be a thing in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're always like, oh, this this tight end from Stanford. He's like, I remember a couple years ago, Jalen. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, um, Cadence. His name is Cadence Smith. You know what I mean? He came. He got drafted by the Niners, and we cut him. And then motherfucking, he was with the Giants, and he was flashing whenever Evan Ingram was hurt. Yep. And it was like, I didn't know shit about him, but I knew he came from Stanford. And then and people always just go gaga over tight ends from Stanford. Yep. I'll never get it. And Ron said, you can only tag a player twice, right? And then they can walk, but the team has the option to price match. Yeah, so this is the last time that they can franchise tag him, and he's, he's going to get a crazy bag because what is it? You get paid like the top three, the average of the top three yeah. wide receivers? I the, uh, the average of the top three at the position. So you take Kittle, uh, Mark Andrews, and, and – Oh, no, no. Well, I was talking about Chris Godwin. Oh, yeah, Chris Godwin. Yeah. And I think the second one is the average and a half. Am I, right? am, I, am, I, am I saying this correctly? Because I remember – oh, no, no. It's like the average and a quarter. Because, like, I remember Kirk Cousins, when he got franchise tag, at the time the average was $24 million. The next year they hit him with the Duble franchise tag and he was getting 28 so he so got like 120 percent so an extra 20 percent okay so it's 20 percent not go. not a quarter okay. right close fifth. we're already talking about a fifth and now we got another fifth yeah so 19 what's that the average right now is 18 or 19 million for for the, the highest paid when you average out the highest paid and what's crazy is because deandre hopkins stands alone at getting 27 million a year right but people yeah. don't know that that was part of an extension. He had an existing contract. They hit him with an extension, and that's the deal he worked at. He was going to be front-loaded for the first couple of years on the extension. And that's what fucked up Devontae Adams from getting a big bag last year because he wanted to be the highest paid. They're like, we can't do that. It's 20. You would have to get 27.5. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Hell Yeah. And, uh, and life and sports talk with Jake said, could Baker be next uh, on the move next year? You think Hustler? Yeah. I, I think that he does not like the way the shit's going in Cleveland. And I right. think he ball. I think he balls this year. We got I, mean? I mean, I, I hate to keep riding on that Baker train, so I don't want to say balls. Okay. You, you Maybe know what balling in that system is? In a Dude, he had, guy's had it so many chances. He has his balls. Fucking we're, get we're up. Move about on. He does great commercials. I love him in commercials. Keep doing the commercials. Quit playing fucking quarterback or back up somewhere. He's See, terrible. Hold on, man. i got to defend my man Baker right one time. I'll, I'll let you. Bert, hold I'll on. Let you. He, th- th- my man, I call him the rooster, man, because he kind of got like that chest like this. You know what I'm saying? And he's big cocky, bro. This cocky motherfucker, he came in and matched the rookie record when he was a rookie. Payne Manning and Russell Wilson and, and uh, I forget who else was shared the record with him, but he came in and matched it. And, like, he, he dealt with shitty coordinators in the first two years. Then he gets with Stefanski, a run first team. Then this year, which the second year with Stefanski, he gets hurt. You know what I mean? I think the jury's still out on him because, like, when you can, you can't put numbers up, you can't put gaudy numbers up in the passing game when you're in that type of system. I'll give you this: the Browns system and their front office, and just the way they run that team overall, uh, being the catalyst for uh, these otherwise good players uh, looking like trash. I can give you credit for that. Browns, you might be, be right. you might be right I- on that one. 
Browns can take credit for that because they're doing everything wrong over there. They really are. And I mean, yeah. I know they're trying to be the run first, you know, pound the rock. Well, you got the you spent your number one pick on the first QB that you've had in like 30 years that's actually like but here's the thing philosophically philosophically it it's 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 a a universal thought that you need a court you need the quarterback so the browns are always on a mission to get that quarterback how many how many first round draft picks have we seen the browns spend on qbs in the past 20 years hella right so now with that said they go ahead and the old regime got baker this is finally the new regime that's in place is the regime that got him into the playoffs, broke broke the losing ways. That's Stefanski in them. And the way they did it was running the ball. And this exactly. system is, is a product of Gary Kubiak, which is a product of Mike Shanahan. And when you're in these systems, it's quarterback friendly, so friendly that you could plug in any quarterback. Now you look at on, on the upscale of it, You when you have that same system with an Aaron Rodgers in it, you get MVP caliber shit. You know what I mean? When you see that system with Matt Ryan in Atlanta, two years in it, he's an MVP. You know what I'm saying? Baker, Baker, they're not going to allow him to get in the shootouts. They want to run the ball. But that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Look at those other defense. quarterbacks in that kind of system, and they're doing what they do. But how I know do you the get Browns can be to blame so, for a little bit of that, but I just don't think Baker's quite all that. Okay, but okay, now, now, now. Now let's say this. Why were people showing interest in someone like Jimmy G then? When like I would rather have in a in a in a in a vacuum, I would rather have someone like Baker Mayfield than Jimmy G. But why but Jimmy G showed that even in the system that, that was utilizing that same he could still system, get it that done. same type of system. That, that's what I'm saying to make my, I'm trying to make my point here. That's why I went with the Jimmy. This Jimmy's system gonna, I mean, it don't Jimmy, matter. He's been around though, like that. That's the difference between a guy like Jimmy and a guy like Baker. And you're coming from a Belichick, you know. You learned under Tom Brady, like all that. Like Baker doesn't have but, any of that. But shit. here's okay. Would you right. say outside of Tom, outside of uh, all the backup QBs for Tom Brady, I want to say Jimmy's the most successful because just like all the coordinators that came from Belichick, and just like all the other, the Brian Hoyers, the Matt Castles. It has some whatever whoever the quarterbacks, they were all shit when they went elsewhere, but they all got opportunities because they had the Tom Brady Belichick residue on them. Only Jimmy actually had success, repeated success, but it's because of the system he was in, not because of him as a talent. And that same system is what wins in Cleveland. You could plug anyone in there that that as long as you could drive that car and not wreck. And maybe that's and that's why I say the jury is still out on Baker because Baker can sling it. He's just in a system that's not going to highlight that. Let's see. And here you go. Tino, Tino said it right here. Baker had a team built around him. He had a team built around him like no other. It didn't work. It's time for the Browns to move Agreed. on. And Agreed. I think it's really in Baker's best interest to leave. I'm not saying he's trash and no one's going to yeah. pick him up. I think that it's the Browns that are trash and he should be trying to get the fuck out of town because – Look at the team that they had. We thought that they were damn near Super Bowl contenders with all the moves that they made. And, yeah, they made it to the playoffs, but that was still falling short from the expectations we all had for them. I don't, I don't think he's trash, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you could go somewhere else and do something, but I don't think he's a superstar. And, I, and, and on the other side of the coin, yeah, I don't think no matter who the Browns get to put in there, um, 
it just it just it's all run first. You're absolutely right. A quarterback's not going to make the difference. You got to have somebody who who well they can make a difference by being a leader, but they're not going to make the difference with their arm quite as much. I, I don't know. He, I just don't see it. Well, Baker's going to have a home. See, you want when you look at the NFC South. That's four teams that are going to have. They're going to be the retread spots for all the quarterback carousels in the next couple of years. Because Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and goddamn Atlanta. Like, Atlanta's the only one that knows who their QB is this year, for real. You know what I mean? That's just because so, they're locked into his contract. I bet exactly. They could have a and, like, so I'm saying, we're going to see a lot of these guys, like Baker could be wind up in the NFC South next year. You know what I mean? It could happen. Why, why don't you tell us it a team that he's going to play for in the NFC South and then clip this and then save it for later? Right. I mean, it pro- see, I'd say it'd be Carolina because Carolina's been the one year in and year out. They're shuffling whoever the fuck their quarterback is. I, I, you know what? Let's try this guy this time. You know what I mean? So that fits their mo. They're gonna make a hard push for like a Baker. And what's 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 what we're gonna see more often is these quarterbacks take these four year deals that are two the first two years front loaded and the last two will be voidable. So that's what we're gonna see. So these guys. Can you know because it's the not for long league more than ever, bro. Before yeah. we used to never see quarterbacks play in too many different spots. And when they did play in several spots, you know what they were? They were Ryan Fitzpatrick, they were fucking uh Josh McCowns, they were career well, journeyman be, backups. You, know you gotta I mean? be a smart motherfucker who can pick up on an offense just like that. But mm-hmm. now you have so many similar offenses because of all these coaching trees, you mm-hmm. know, that are out there. It's a little bit easier, I think, to plug a guy into a system than maybe it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, you know what we're going to see with one of these, like, okay, Sean McVay, he took that he took that Shanahan scheme and reinvented it like four, four or five times over, right? And then, then you match that with a crazy-ass defense. They're a Super Bowl winning team, right? right. We're going right. to see one of these zone-run scheme teams that just has a solid-ass defense, and they're going to win old school, bro. Running the ball, low-scoring games, just playing defense, bro. Like, we're, there's going to be a team. Motherfucking the, the Broncos might be that team. So you, you got a quarterback, you're gonna have long, lengthy, extended drives because you have a smart quarterback now. Then you have exactly. a defense that's gonna play everything short. And for what it's worth, you have Brandon McManus, who has one of the biggest boots in the game, and you can play these lower scoring field goal games. You know what I mean? Well, we've seen how well Russell Wilson can lead a team when he's got good running back supporting him. So yeah, I mean he's got two of them. Well, possibly, you know, at least Java Williams right now. And uh, probably Mel Gordon, too. If their defense stays healthy the entire year, they're going to make a motherfucking Super Bowl run. And yeah. I'll be right back. It's going to make a deep playoff right run back. at least. Oh, at yeah. least. We've seen this kind of shit happen before now with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson. He's been around. I mean, he's a he's a 10-year vet, you know, at this point. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he you does. Know, I, might have, I might think that uh, the Broncos gave up a little bit too much, but – Hey, results can shut me up real quick. Oh, yeah. And that, that's really what it comes down to. And the paying too much or not paying too much. We got to see what the Seahawks actually do with these picks. Do they turn it around exactly. and turn it into a Watson or something else? And then, you know, still have a couple picks, you know, on top to be able to do something. But if they miss on these draft picks and they don't trade them away or anything, they're going to look like fools. 
Right. If the Bron- if the uh, Cowboys hadn't picked up Emmett Smith, then you know the, getting all those picks for Herschel Walker wouldn't have meant shit. So yeah, yeah you're right. right. Exactly. It's all about who you get. Yep. I mean, they got the ninth pick, you know, as of now. So I mean, they're gonna have their their pick of. I, I mean, they're probably gonna go defense if they pick that. I know there's a lot of yeah. people speculating Malik Willis. You know, at nine, I I just don't see it. They they wouldn't really have to jump up that high to get him. I don't think. Yeah, well, and then the, one of the things, actually, a buddy of mine who's a Seahawks fan and and a Ducks fan, and he's 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 hoping that all this news about Thibodeau and you know not being uh, an, a 100% all the time player and and leaving early at the combine is going to help him slip down to where the Seahawks could take him. I'm like, I don't know if he's going to slip that far, dude, but uh, who knows? They could trade up a little bit to get him, but if, dude, if they could get uh, Thibodeau in there, holy shit. That'd yeah, be that's a, a good start to re, to getting that defense bolstered up, and they're gonna need it against these, uh, you know, the the rest of the NFC West. Oh yeah, you gotta have pass. I mean, in every to make a playoff run, you just have to have pass rush. That's what's crazy. Like this past year, the Chiefs were really like the only team like without a pass rush, like in the playoffs. And I mean, I'm just they had a little bit of a pass rush, but not compared to like um, to Hubbard and Hendrickson and right. Donald, you know, and like right. all these other, you know. The Titans pass rush, like all that. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. Let's rapid fire some of this stuff. So uh, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, he's going to be testing free agency. And apparently there's a handful of teams that are interested, but the Saints seem like they're really, really interested in Mm -hmm. his services. He'd be an amazing fit there. That's for sure. I'm curious to see uh, if they make a real push at him, uh, especially with their, their lack of cap space. Yeah, I mean, they could do it. I don't think they'd have to give up too much to do it. And, uh, you know, he, you're right. He would be a good uh, a good fit there. Uh, you know, the Saints are a team that uh, I wouldn't – I'm not saying that they're in a full rebuild, but they definitely have, uh, a, you know, a lot to make up for to, to start bolstering and building up ever since Drew Brees left. And, and it's not just on the offense, but on the defense as well. And I think that uh, Matthew could definitely be um, – someone that 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 they're um uh, they could utilize and they have some links there um it's yeah i i, I like it i think you're right about that he's and only then, 29 years old he played at lsu you know it's homecoming for the guy i think it's perfect uh, yeah. yeah and sticking with the defense we got jc jackson the patriots are letting him test free agency he wants to break the bank and reset the market for the cornerbacks and he's someone who deserves it. Like, that's for sure. Like, I mean, you talk about the Patriots defense last year. He was one of the key components to that. They always, they always have a top cornerback who is. So I'm curious to see where he goes. But um, I hear one of the teams that's really, really interested in him is the 49ers. I would love it, man. I would love, as a Niners fan, I would love to see J.C. Jackson come after what he did last season with, uh, you know, when Stephon Gilmore left and he was still in J.C. Jackson's ear. He kind of like, that was the kid that he took under his wing and J.C. Jackson following in those footsteps. Man, I would love him on the Niners. That'd be freaking uh, crazy for the Niners defense that really needs a star cornerback. Really, really. Yeah, needs that's the one thing the Niners defense is lacking is someone there, you know, in the corner to shut down uh, some of those wide receivers that are giving us headaches uh, otherwise. And the last piece of uh, of defense that I got is Arizona released Jordan Hicks. So they're saving uh, 6.5 mil in cap space. 
and they got three mil in dead money. So Arizona, I mean, their defense is going to be changing a little bit with some of these guys, and they they, you know what they're, they're doing with Kyler. They're trying to scrape it all up so they could pay Kyler, man. Yeah, you exactly. So they're like, you no gotta go. How how are you, Jordan Hicks? Twenty what? Twenty you know twenty cut. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Like, oh, oh, you like they're just you know what I mean? And you know what? This is this is where it fucks up the game to me. Is this this agent Eric fucking uh Brockwood or whatever the fuck his name is. Is that they, Kyler Murray's agent? Yeah, but he's also he's agent. also Cliff Kingsbury's agent. And he's making he's just trying to make sure he get a bag. How does he get a bag? He makes sure they get a bag. You know what I mean? He right. kind of pinned them against each other. For all we know, they're they're hella cool. He's like on this side, they're talking about Kyler Murray's and Sinet. Then yeah, boom, see that. on this side, he's like, oh, then then they pay the coach. And now Kyle, then and before they paid the coach. This agent came out with a goddamn statement, and it was funny because he had like words all misspelled in the statement. I, I didn't read that shit; it was hella long. But I, other people pointed out on on the social medias, you know what I mean? And it's just like this guy's just like, y'all need to pay Kyler now, and whoop whoop whoop. Then two days later, the agent gets—I mean, the agent, the motherfucking coach gets paid. You know what I mean? And I thought it was real funny how after he gets paid, he goes on McAfee and starts right. talking about how much of a dumbass he is. Doesn't even As a change play his, caller. Doesn't even change his play calling scheme after new dumbass. I, I was cooking breakfast and why and just listening to it live. And then like I go, you know, it's just an on in the background. And I'm like, oh, I rewinded it, screen recording. I'm s- sending it to us. <laughs> what a dumbass. We've been saying that shit for years. Like this guy. He, he, he probably could be one of the more creative uh, offensive minds in the game. But, like, it's like he's so unproven. And then if you ask me what they put on film, it's fucking head scratching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like it's like the, the play calling is stupid as fuck. He, he might have some good plays here and there. But, like, he's calling them at the wrong ass times, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it, it was ugly. I, I've been at least talking about this since 2020. How about this? Calling just looks god-awful. Kyler Murray, he's got, he got them to the playoffs. What? He, he fucking – he gets them into the playoffs. What? Man, he he goddamn takes them to the playoffs and, and throws the fastest pick six ever. The, the shortest, I mean. Who called that play? What? It was Cliff Kingsbury. What? It wasn't no mountain. What? It was a cliff. What? It wasn't a cherry. What? It was a berry. What? It, it wasn't a banana. What? But you think he went bananas? What? You see his play calling. What? Maybe he's coconuts. What? Maybe he's just nuts. What? Maybe he has no testicles. What? Maybe he has no balls. What? Maybe he's these nuts. You guys better get ready because I don't know if you know <laughs> what next Wednesday is. Do you know what next Wednesday is? It is March 16th. You know what? 3-16. You know what? And he's coming back. He's coming back. We're at WrestleMania versus Kevin Owens. It's happening. It's going down. We're a week away. From Austin 316 day, swig a beer. <laughs> hey, you ever used to listen to his podcast when he was a drinker? Oh, yeah. Because apparently, I think he stopped. And I, I think he's like on a CBD thing, hype now. Yeah. 
You know what he always asks wrestlers when they come on his podcast? Kevin Nash, man, uh, you, you look good, you son of a bitch. How you been? Uh, how's, how's the body? How's the body? He always asks them that. Who's oh, you know, man? Steve, uh, you know, after 30 surgeries, like, you know, motherfuckers are fucked up oh, after yeah. wrestling. And he always asks them. I remember when he asked the big show, the big show was like, hey, he's like, damn, Steve, he's like, just walking around, man. <laughs> he's like, and then they just laughed, whatever that meant. But it's like, because he's such a big son of a bitch, you know what I mean? And after a life of wrestling, you know, just walking around, it, it hurts him, you know what I mean? Uh-oh, Bogey. Tino's about to put you on blast. He said, bro, I'm clipping this and sending it to the homies. Uh, Bogue talking with 49ers suck. Because we had his comment of 49ers suck underneath you. Talking for, mm. I don't know. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen, when the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, and, and, and I'll tell you, yeah, they sucked. How about that? <laughs> Every team sucked if you don't win. Give me, give me money. Where's a ding? Give me a ding. <laughs> Clip that shit and send it to the homies. What? Hey, listen, the, I've been so yeah, elusive. So the, so I'm the, the only Bengals one because they didn't win the Super Bowl. Right? We've yeah. been doing the guy. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Well, listen, you, you you touched on it. Tyrant did. Man, I'm I'm so excited to see. Uh, it was Taco who put it in our uh, our our little circle chat that we had. I didn't even know that Stone Cold was coming back. And man, Peacock trying to make me keep my subscription just so I could watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Hey Peacock, give me money. I have Peacock uh, because I, I, because I am still a, 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 a stupid son bitch that pays for cable. In the word, in the words of Stone Cold, hey, you stupid son bitch. You know so I mean? now we, but now we got to right. stream WrestleMania so we can see the Stone Cold match. If nothing else, mm-hmm. yeah. just for that, because man, this is epic. But when I'm getting ready for that, gonna be on there too. Drinking man. one beer, two beers, what? Three beers, what? Three minus two. What? That makes sense. That means I had nine beers. What? Then, then I get to taking a piss, and and and, and at my age, it just comes dribbling out what? like a little like a little kidney stone, son, bitch. <laughs> Antonio said, "Yeah, Kevin Owens called Austin out, saying he's going to give him the stunner." And so Kevin Owens, it's pretty dope that I mean they were thinking about he's changing his uh, his finishing move and. He just thought about the Stone Cold Stunner, and he asked Austin if he could have, if he could use it. And he's like, I don't give a shit. He's like, yeah. it's gonna Austin, hurt you more. Austin would it's gonna hurt if other people try to use it, but that's only because he said they're just gonna ask me. And KO asked him. He said, Yeah. Well, there you he go. Said, he said, uh, like, relevant. Gonna ask he's more relevant. <laughs> I mean, after years and years of of delivering the Stunner, right? He said he had like, oh yeah, goddamn uh, vertebrae compression. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think a lot of that had to do with Owen Hart putting him on his noggin. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what started it all. But yeah, when your your move is literally just like jumping on your ass, you know, like that's really what it is. And like, just imagine. Remember some of those times when it was like the big invasion that was going on. <laughs> you might get like, like twelve stunners in a row. Yeah. It was even more than that. Like it was Everybody, like Stephanie's <laughs> getting into. <You> <laughs> I want to go back to that just so we can all watch that and see how many stunners. Hey, how come they never went back and me to Stone Cold, huh? He used to stun. He used to give stunners to all kind of women. <laughs> Gave China a stunner way back in the day. All mine. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I won't go there. <laughs> I think it. I think it was because he gave Donald Trump the stunner. Like that's, that's why, why I have a Peacock uh, subscription is to watch old uh, wrestling shit. And I was just watching that shit where he's giving uh, fucking China a stunner, and then like later he gives Stephanie McMahon a stunner. It's just fucking fun, fun shit. Oh yeah, God damn it. I look, dude. When I was growing up, was, Stone Cold, Stone Cold was a fucking drunk. man. I had the uh, the original Austin three sixteen shirt going around like fuck yeah. 
I'm the shit just like Stone Cold. Don't even fuck with me. I had several oh, yeah. generic versions from like from like this. Uh, we had this mall out here called Easter. It's just like the hood mall. You know what I mean? And like they have the little t, the little the, the shirt t place. You know what I mean? They got all the knockoff shit. Steezy right? in the house. What up, bro? What up, Steezy? Hey, everybody, go check out my man Steezy A. Smith on YouTube, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I finally got the chance to grace uh, the, the live stream. And that shit was dummy lit, bro. I swear to God, the first thing my girl said, she goes, oh, she goes, whose show were you doing? I was like, oh, I was, I was doing Steezy's show. And she goes, why didn't you wear a suit? And I was like, that's exactly what I thought. Like, I, was just like, I don't want to go underdressed to Steezy's pod. But, you know, I had to yeah, add, add. that shit, man. Steezy, that shit's legit. Went ahead and subscribed to you. Hey, hit me back to Fantasy Tyrant. Check me out, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we gotta get. Yeah, I, I told. I told Steezy he's got an open invite whenever he gets off of work. You know, to jump in on this show with us if he gets off of work early enough on a Wednesday. Oh, Bring yeah. him as a guest in the circle sometime. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. You know. What I'm saying on, on on a side note too. When I told him about the circle, he was like, "Oh, I mean, he's like, I'll get out." It's just. It's. It's a little bit of a time uh, constraint. You know what I mean? Like, because you know we do. That, that's the one thing with the shows. A lot of people I try to get in is that is the the time slot that we do it at. It's been like you know what I mean, the deciding factor. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's because we fuck yeah. with a lot of West Coast people. You know, so yeah, and I know why. Getting home at like five o'clock, it's already done. Yeah, I mean we do. I'm, if my man a, Tino I, is, is out point. there, if Tino, if you're still out there, go check out my man Stezia Smith's channel yesterday, and you'll see Bogey. Right? Listen, I'm on a joint all Seahawks. Right. All Seahawks. I'm Niner. I'm Niner down. Right. Hella Niner. <laughs> Ninerisms. Hella, hella. You know what I'm saying? Just coming out the pores. And then uh, at one point, you know, because you know, I'm trying to be as cordial as possible. Because you know, I just kind of like talk for people. I'm, I'm that guy, right? And like I'm just kind of sitting down, waiting. And then like I just decided to go see. And then the first time they didn't get it, right? And they're like, I like see. And then like hawks, right? And it's funny because they just be talking. I'm like, see, and I just stop with the turn hawks. Like, I'm like, yo, I probably don't catch a motherfucker when he's like helping you move. You know what I'm saying? In Seattle, you know what I mean? They just yell out, see, and they yell out hawk and drop that goddamn seventy inch. You know what I mean? And Tino said, check your phone, Bogey. Oh yeah, I have no idea where my phone is, dude. Yeah, <laughs> let's not distract them. <laughs> And Tyrant, shout out your IG. Stay on board, you know. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I don't actually have the Instagram yet, you know. <laughs> I've got uh, uh, you, oh, no, just on. YouTube, been, the I've Fantasy been, Tyrant. YouTube, the Fantasy Tyrant. Twitter, Fantasy underscore Tyrant. You know, I got to get on Instagram. Tyrant? Hold on. <laughs> on Instagram, I've been tagging the Fantasy Tyrant. That's not you. <laughs> no. We've been doing a hell of work. Oh man! Nice. Maybe it would have helped if I clicked on that joint one time. You know what I mean? There's another fantasy tyrant. Damn it! I gotta take this fucker down. <laughs> Dion in the building. What up? He said, "Sorry, I'm late. Had a Madden game to play." But what's up, Ghost? Hey, what up, bro? What's hey, smoking up? Hey, listen, bro. You know the Madden games are serious, bro. Like I, my homies that playing those season long joints. That shit is mm-hmm. that shit is real serious. That shit is, man. Oh, there's my phone. I play Madden, and uh, in fact, yeah, I'm trying to find other like uh, analysts and people that play Madden, so I can play them. You know, get get some people watching us talk shit while we're playing Madden. It's something I'm trying to work on uh, myself. I love it. Uh, although I, I gotta admit, this uh, the MUT, the Madden Ultimate Team, 
it's it's like more and more like the only way to do it is to just spend a shit ton of money. If you don't, if you ain't spending a shit ton of money, you ain't gonna win. It's like, all right, fine. Yeah, that that's what sucks. I mean, um, NBA Two yeah. K, you know, same way with that shit. You really just you gotta beef up your guys to compete, or you're just gonna get your ass whooped, or spend a shitload of time building up a character, you know, or your yeah. team or whatever. But yeah, that shit sucks. But, but even if you spend all that time building up the team, you still go against someone who's got nothing but ninety nines off his team because he spent like twenty thousand dollars on his fucking team. Like Jesus Christ! And they seriously up the price on that shit. Like you, oh, you know, yeah. oh, you can get like. Four or five 95 plus guys if you spend a hundred dollars. Like, really? That's fucked up. That's yeah. way too expensive for like someone that you know you spend three weeks working on the game, you can get that for free. Fuck that shit. Yeah. But who has the time anymore? Like shit. Right. Everyone wants to play and kick ass right out of the gate. Not get your ass kicked for three weeks. Yeah. And Steve, yeah, you know what? He said, just tapped in on both on Twitter and YouTube. Nice to meet you, Tyrant. Hey, Hell yeah, nice we're to all meet connected. You as well, man. We'll do some stuff together, I'm sure. I'm wearing a suit next time. <laughs> if I come on, I'll, I'll get one of those, like, those t-shirt tuxes, you know? Real snazzy. Yeah, I got uh, and Don said Seahawks now suck for real. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, hold on, bro. We suck I'm again. sorry, Don. Don's a Seahawks fan. I'm sorry, gal. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny though? Is is uh if you think about this though, like the Lions last year, first of all, the Lions always sucked, but the Lions were some covering ass machines last year in, in, in the gambling world, right? The C and the Seahawks, I bet you they some covering ass motherfuckers, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it's you. Can, the Niners were before they got good again. Like these teams don't. Ju- I mean, yes, they're gonna have a, a shitty record, but it's not like they're just gonna be like a team that gives up fifty every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like real shit. defenses. It's the defenses that'll help you cover. That's really what it is. When you don't get blown out of games, it is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be easy to cover. And there we go. Ron said, "Tyron, uh, I'm currently adding you to the graphic, bro. Hell yeah! Thank you, my man." There we go. So yeah. might even be able to get that swapped out. Um, get that one swapped out. Uh, nope. For the replay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get him in there as the Gandalf one. Yeah, Gandalf's got to make an appearance again sometime. I, he, I'm sure he will. I'll, I'll hit him up. The Halloween season is dope when he comes around, though, because like <laughs> we're gonna bring hella characters around again, man. We need a lot of people and we need celebrities. Oh yeah, man. Bo Hogan. You know that he was a hit. Bo Hogan was a he was getting requests to be on the show a week after. I I must have talked, I must have rocked that shit for like a week straight, man. (laughs) Oh shit. That's a dope ass character. That's why. And Steezy said, to be honest, I don't want us to get Watson anymore. Man, I um I want to hear a little bit more why. That's for sure. You know what though is he's a real he's a realist though, bro. This is this is what I think. If they don't get Watson, that means they can really build the right way. Because yeah. what's what's one year bad? The next year, now you have a, you have another high pick, and then if you have got a lot of young pieces on defense, like Snyder and them used to hit. Remember, they used to hit in those mid rounds. Oh yeah, they were hitting like back to back to back on you know all those defensive yeah. accumulate all these picks. You know what I'm saying? Then then you have room to like really keep a, a Jamal Adams. You know what I'm saying? And, and bring in other a, a couple other. Uh, uh, big name free agents, you know what I'm saying, on defense. And then, you know, guys like, a, dare I say, a Kirk Cousins next year because he'll be done with Minnesota. You know what I mean? Uh, and motherfucking, uh, uh, I mean, the, the list goes on, bro. The, the, the quarterback carousel is more real than ever these days. 
because we're seeing a lot of these shorter term deals. Kirk Cousins kind of set the trend. He was like, I'm on two years fully guaranteed. Okay, make it three. Okay, we'll give me three. Two yeah. years in it, they extended it for two more. You know what yeah. I mean? We're probably going to see a lot of these these type of deals, bro. You know what I mean? Well, now, you know why people wanted the, the extra big bag and the extra long bag? Is because you could get killed on any play. But now all these rules protecting the quarterback, it's a little bit easier to bet on yourself when they don't, when yeah. guys can't attack your knees and shit like that. Hey, my man Quirky Kirk, though, he he listen, as funny style as he is, he's been betting on himself for a long ass time, bro. Because he's like, franchise tag? Yeah, you give me that. Then he's like, oh, another franchise tag? Cool. And then he's basically played on three franchise tags in a row. If you think about it, just because get based on guaranteed money that year, right? He's done that every year with Minnesota. He's just like he's guaranteed cousins, man. Yeah, he was uh, until Rogers, you know, um, changed shit around. I bet he you was, he uh, married his cousin. He's probably yeah. weird. Like that. <laughs> he was about to be the third highest paid QB he's the, in the, the NFL. Cousins. <laughs> oh man, guaranteed cousins. <laughs> Our kids are guaranteed cousins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we we officially hit every dark corner you can imagine. <laughs> this, he's like uh, he's like Jonah Hill from Wolf of Wall Street, huh? <laughs> I said Gardner Minshew earlier. I said Gardner Minshew was conceived in the garden. His all his siblings are named after garden tools. His sister's home. <laughs> <laughs> The depravity of this episode. Let's see. What else? Well, we got? Okay. The news. So I got two more pieces of news. Uh, one not not too big, but you know, shout out to the 420 crew and Josh Gordon getting re-signed by the Chiefs. He's gonna be there again. Yeah. So. And not that matters, many- man. Yeah, he's just just having another wide receiver there. Maybe it's gonna take him a year to get back a little bit into form. Who, okay, I think him and Bryce Pringle are, like, not that far off in age. <laughs> let, let me, like, why, why wouldn't you keep Josh fucking Gordon? You know what I mean? <laughs> Even if he's just, like, um, a, a third and long package guy, you know what I mean? Plus, yeah. Wrong. You know what I mean? But, like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's really how he was being utilized. Like, all right. You said long package. <laughs> so, so Josh Gordon's turning 31 this year, and Pringles yeah. turning 29 this year. Man, Pringles, hello. <laughs> I know I it's realize. crazy because like we don't really we don't see him, you know, that often. I mean, he comes up, you know, big in the in the Super Bowl and shit. And I mean, had a big, you know, kick return, you know, here and there, but. Yeah, 29 years old. I wouldn't I would never have guessed that he was 29. Right. Well, as far as Josh Gordon goes, uh re-signing him, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea, especially if they think they might actually do something with him. It's not that long ago, really, if you think about it, especially in terms of all the time he's had off, that he was a, a you know a talented wide receiver, fucking killing it on the Browns. So I mean he, he has the talent. Who are we talking they about? Utilize him. Josh, you know, Josh Gordon about how he made those oh, shitty yeah. Browns quarterbacks yeah. like relevant with. I know. Hey, it, was, it was. It was my. It was, first of all, it was Shanahan, right? It was Shanahan, and we've seen Shanahan. Like when when I saw Shanahan go to Atlanta, I was like, Oh, Julio Jones about to go crazy. Not that Julio Jones didn't already go crazy. It was just that I, we've seen Flash Gordon go crazy, where you have a guy that can go 1,400, 1,600, 
and lead the league that year. You know what I mean? And, and, and here's what I love about Josh Gordon those years. He was high as fuck in every right. one of those games. <laughs> Balling. Yeah. Led the league. Hell yeah. See, that's what I'm Hell saying. Yeah. Don't be surprised. That was Kyle Shanahan. His fantasy hey, was Trent fantasy relevant was, next year. Next year. Who, hold on. Who was throwing him the ball? Was that Whedon? Yeah, I think yeah. it was Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. Okay, because I just remember I remember Shanahan being there. Yeah, yeah those were ugly teams. Those were ugly teams. That was 2013. Was, was Whedon like 26 when they fucking drafted him or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> he was like an eight-year senior. <laughs> like I, I, he got a PhD, a whole ass doctorate. And then he went to the league. <laughs> and life and sports talk with Jake says if you smoke like Josh Gordon, you barely get high. I'm sure I do smoke as much as Josh Gordon. Well, it's a good thing he's got that doctor. Listen, man, when play. I get high, I get high as the curve. <laughs> yeah, high as giraffe pussy, like that's for sure. <laughs> now I'm like the opposite. I'm so high, I'm just laid up. <laughs> high as the curve. <laughs> and Antonio says Whedon throwing the ball to a guy that's weeded. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking the universe, bro. Hell yeah. Don't, 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 that's the universe if I've ever if I've ever seen it. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. So before all the news about the Colts and everything, some news that I heard uh from the Giants is that they are very, very interested in acquiring Mr. Mitchell Trubisky. And having him compete with Daniel Jones and probably overtaking Daniel Jones. It's it's low-hanging fruit here because Trubisky got to sit behind Josh Allen last year with Dable, and it's and they're in those quarterback room of uh, those quarterback meetings together. Like he's the guy that when Josh Allen comes off the field, you know what I'm saying? He asks Mitch, Hey, what'd you see there? You know what I mean? That, like yep. he knows the system. That's why, and I was I was saying as soon as they hired. Soon as they hired Dave, I'm like, watch Trubisky go over there and t- and take his job. And me and you had a good laugh about it because I think you said anybody would take his job. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Daniel, Daniel Jones pesos is a bum. He is a bum. Danny dumbass. Thanks. <laughs> That's Danny dummy, bro. Like he's so fast. His legs run right from underneath him. Right. I mean, oh it's, shit. It's like, has said Saquon to Buffalo. So uh, Trubisky's an unrestricted what? free agent. So that they wouldn't have to trade for him if that's what you meant. No. I don't. They're not trading for Saquon. No, no, no. Not even close. I mean, you know what, brothers? That this is this is a why? Why are people taking pages out of the Rams' playbook? Look what yeah. the Rams did. They the Rams did it in every fashion of you can. When Cam Makers went down, you know what they did? They're like, let's go trade for Sony Michelle because. He, this is his this is his fourth year, and then we can yeah. decide whether to pick up his fifth year or not. That's yeah. smart. Why wouldn't the Buffalo Bills do that with Saquon? You're only going to pay seven million, and this is his fifth year. So you know, there's yeah, okay, maybe that's why. Maybe they don't want to pay seven million. But I mean, I that's would, why, and when is that? Well, especially when start? yeah, but well, like money isn't there. That's not their thing. It's not their forte. I, I see mean, that, listen, what sucks it's a tale is he runs himself. He runs himself into the dirt. So, like, without trying, like, he could just go down. I, I mean, he, shit, we haven't really seen him. Now, come on, hold on, hold on. When Saquon got destroyed, it was by Chicago, and they crushed his ass and fucked his his ACL and everything, structural yeah. damage, all that shit. 
Then it was a year. I like Saquon this year. Because oh, you don't remember that? Removed. Hold on. You don't remember that, though? He got smashed. And then that was comes Dal- Dalvin Cook. That and then Dalvin comes Cook. back into the game. Yeah, you're, ta- oh, yeah, you're talking about when, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. when his, his, his ankle was swole. Yeah. His yeah. ankle was swole. Yeah. Remember, they showed that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, though, that's dumb coaching, if you ask me. Why the fuck you let him back in the game, coach? Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, how about this? If you look at why I think I like the, I would like this trade for fantasy purposes, even is because you have all these people to clear out the box. Diggs, not Gabe Davis, the angel Gabriel of death, right? The 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 motherfucking box will be like what six men in the box, man, and then you yeah. have Saquon, and, and now if you have someone like Saquon, oh well, they don't really run. How did they finish with Singletary last year? They were running fucking crowd. I was so hot when I didn't get them in the, what was it, the 14th round, Hus? Yeah. When it, when it, when it, in the fucking startup dynasty draft ran. I was hot. I was letting Singletary fall because I think they will go more balanced. And Dable is gone. I don't. I, I think they're hiring from within. Be. You know what I mean? But they're going to see some balance. And, like, it works better. You have one of the more prolific passers in the game. You need a threat of the running back running, not just your quarterback. And, like, they continue that into the playoffs against the Patriots. So are they and, finally going to put the trust, though, into Singletary, you know? I, I've been I've been hyping that he's guy. Like a, he's like a 15 to 18 touch a game guy, you know what I mean? Because he'll get, like, maybe 12 to 15 uh, uh, attempts on the ground and, like, a few targets, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty much what, what we should expect. He's an RB2. We would hope. He's a he's he's a low end RB two with high, yeah, high say a low end RB two aspirations. Ah, yeah. see there you go. Live in sports talk with Jake says just get a cheaper option. Penny, yeah. <laughs> see, Penny's yeah. the guy that will sign the contract and break his hand, <laughs> like signing it. <laughs> it's That's digital. True. It's even digital. Even. Like, all, all you gotta do is just swipe your finger on the goddamn screen. <laughs> Actually, glass is too much for it. That's, that's not brittle enough. <laughs> the glass, listen, maybe it's just an incredibly amount of string of bad luck. Like, he just, he goes to sign it and the fucking ink squirts out of the pen right in his eye. Oh, he falls, stabs his own eye with the with his other eye with the pen in his hand. Like, crazy shit happens to Rashad Penny, bro. His life is final destination. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's like, he's like some kind of weird, like uh, Truman Show thing somewhere. Like, we're just gonna fuck with this guy every which way. Enjoy the show. He read. I remember. I, I if Steezy's still out there, I remember he texted me one time. He goes, "Man, I saw you pick up and drop a shot penny like eight times, bro." Because I just like throughout the course of the season, I just kept speculating, just holding on to him, and I drop him. And I remember Pete Carroll, he, crazy old Pete, as I call him, he comes out. He's like, you know, it's time for him to really step up and be the guy, right? And I'm like, okay, let me pick him up again for the seventh time. I'm gonna put him on my bench and we're gonna speculate. The first play of the game, he gets the ball, 39 yard, fucking, fucking, just fucking rips it off, 39 yards straight into the blue tent. And I was like, God. then I cut him. I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. What am I doing? He's going to curse my whole team. The next week was the Houston game. And if they're not, he was fucking balls. You know what I mean? You would have won more championships if you would have kept him. I would have won more championships. I I must have picked him up and dropped him in like several. Like, I got people that don't vouch for that. Because then when he was balling, I was mad 
and just pestering the person that had him. Man, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> you lucky I dropped him eight times. <laughs> All right. I don't think we're, we're going to beat that. I think it's time to get up out of here. Uh, we got the circle tomorrow, 720 Eastern, 420 Pacific. But before we get to tomorrow, we got something going down tonight. Tell them about it, Bogard. Yeah, man. We got the Playmakers tonight, live, 6.30 p.m. West Coast time, 9.30 p.m. for you East Coasters. Wu-Tang in the building. Hey, it's going down. Definitely going to eat some mushrooms because I'm already pre-gaming now. You see me? I'm already in the primer mode. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, we're celebrating life because life is worth living and love the life you're living. That's the message we're sending. I'm going to try to start Playmakers sending some type of ill messages the mushroom epiphanies type shit, you know what I mean? Tap in. We're breaking down all this shit today that we just talked about. But for fantasy purposes, why is it the shit that Wilson is here for, you know, the Jared Judys and, and Cortland Sons of the world and, and, and Albert O's and shit like that? And a spoiler alert, when we bring this up, I'm going to say Cortland Sutton's the one to have because Jerry Judy's going to get overdrafted and Cortland Sutton's going to play the X receiver role in that Nathaniel Hackett, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan ripoff system. And Devontae Adams was that guy when he had Rodgers. And now he has Wilson. And I think Cortland Sutton's going to be like that mid-round guy. He's going to be like that Mike Williams, bro. You know, before Mike Williams fell off mid-season, yo, people was like, yo, Mike Williams is the steal of the draft, bro. Him and Corduroy Patterson. You know what I mean? But then, you know, I'm telling you, Corduroy Sun is going to be that guy. We're going to talk all kind of shit. Maybe we'll even talk some Curtis Samuel for all we fucking know. It's all kind of shit that happened today. It's going down 6.30 p.m. West Coast time. Tap in. At Ronald's at Bogart, you got a whole show tonight. Pace yourself, bro. <laughs> Hold on, Ronald. See, I told you Ronald's going to be that guy that's going to be like, I'd be like, Ronald, we're getting high over here. I don't know what you're doing over there, right? But you know what you're doing over here? Killing my high, right? I don't know what you've been watching, but Bogey don't need to pay shit. <laughs> bro, I need, you know, I need to go faster, bro. Exactly. You know, a matter of fact, Ronald, keep, keep up, Ronald. <laughs> and phenomenal rap, phenomenal thumbnails, by the way. <laughs> That's yeah, I agree with Stu there. Jerry Judy to the moon. Hell yeah. And uh and live and sports talk with Jake said pacing ourselves. Ha ha. Yeah, there is no such thing. And listen, all I see the Jerry Judy workshops real quick. No, no, no. We don't need to workshop it. We're talking about round. And we're talking about this tonight. I'm about to we're talking about tonight. tonight. True. Stop getting him wound up. <laughs> and Tyrant, we're going to start seeing you every week, like you said uh, a little yeah, bit yeah. earlier. So we're, we're going to be excited. We're only doing uh, FNT on Wednesdays now, uh, if you guys hadn't noticed. and uh, But we're going to keep this rocking, and Tyrant's going to be here every week with us. But tell him everything else you got going on. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's kind of the off season, a little bit of a break, but I will be here every week for the news. I will be here every Thursday for the circle. And right now I'm working on my fantasy one-on-one so that can come, you know, ramping up come about May, late May-ish. I'll have that dropping for those of you who, even if you're not new to fantasy football, this is going to give you some of those tricks and tips that the real experts know that we use to win our championships. So keep your eye out for that. 
as well. And before I go, I just want to do a quick impression here of, uh, of Deshaun Watson uh, in court coming up here. Any question he asks? Uh, uh, sir, I've got a document for you. Fifth. <laughs> All right. And that's weird. It was It's blue, but it comes Fifth. up green screen. That's funny. There you go. <laughs> that's all I need to say. I oh, don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> Even all if right. you think I should, bitch. And do me a favor if you haven't already. Go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go leave me a five-star review on Apple. And I don't know if you noticed, but you can leave reviews on Spotify now. So go leave me a five-star review on Spotify. Help me climb up the charts. I really appreciate it. And get ready, because I'm already in stone-cold mode already. So we'll see you guys later. Peace. Fantasy Tyrant on YouTube. Check me out. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Know the stat quo, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of east side.